What's up, guys, and welcome back. This is your host, Anthony, and this is Life According to Anthony. So if you guys haven't heard today, uh, there's something trending. It's about a clothing brand called the Big Baller Brand. Now, I'm sure everyone's heard about it. For those of you that have not heard about it, um, there is a man. His name is LeVar Ball. Very, very annoying. People have their different uh, opinions about him. He has a son, Lonzo Ball, plays for the Los Angeles Lakers, who is a co-founder of this company. Uh, They're making headlines today because Lonzo Ball reportedly announced that he cut ties with co-founder Alan Foster. Alan Foster is an old-time friend, another majority shareholder of this company. Uh, This move happened because he couldn't account for $1.5 million. Uh, He also would not show any documentation for the expenses, which is really, really fishy. Usually when something like that goes down, I don't think, you know, you want to keep working with that person, obviously. Um, But after all this transpired, they reportedly are leaning to end the company, which means that if you're all going to be hyped about this like I am, we can all go to Ross and get these shoes. But seriously, I don't know how people can actually pay for those. They look so ugly and are totally overpriced. I don't understand it. I think it was just like a, a trend, you know, when they first came out, everyone wanted to get them for some reason, but it's completely died. And now the company's dead, apparently, too. So, you know, there's that. Also making headlines today, uh, if you guys, again, do know or do not know, there is a man by the name of Conor McGregor. He's a big time name in the industry and typically anywhere. Uh, He's a UFC fighter. Uh, If you guys don't watch UFC, he did that one boxing match with Floyd Mayweather that really put his name on the map. He's kind of the face of the UFC, even though I disagree with that. But um, he actually retired today out of nowhere. No one really knows why. He's still very young and is still in pretty good fighting shape. Um, I myself am a Conor hater. I don't like him. I don't like his fans. And I think he is very overhyped. However, a lot of people will say because, you know, he lost, you know, the love for the game. He doesn't have the fire to fight anymore. I kind of think of it as because he lost his last two to three fights. And with the ego that big, he can't take it. He's going to take the Ronda Rousey route and just and just quit. Now, that's exactly what I thought this morning until another story broke out a few hours after that. That he is now, I believe there's a warrant out for his arrest. Or at least they want to go ahead and talk to him because he apparently is wanted for sexual assaults. Uh, I think it's coming out of Ireland where it happened. There is a victim coming forward saying that Conor McGregor sexually assaulted her. Um, Again, don't know if it's true or not, but that would make sense why he would randomly retire today. I mean, I would probably, you know, guess that, you know, this this story was in a breakout and he knew about it. So he's like, instead of having my name dragged through the dirt, which is regardless going to happen, um, but instead of, you know, relinquishing anything with the UFC, let me just retire so I don't have to deal with them. And then let me just focus, you know, on that law aspect of it. I'm not too sure. Um, so he's, you know, wanted for sexual assault. We're going to see how this story plays out, see what happens. Uh, a lot of people uh, these days, they kind of defend athletes, which I understand because there have been many, many false accusations in history with when it comes to uh, famous sports, you know, people. And, you know, that can be understood, but at the same time, 
you know, just because they're, you know, famous sports athletes doesn't mean that they don't do this, that this doesn't happen. Not every false accusation is, in fact, a false accusation. So, again, too early to tell. We're going to see what happens. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, Khabib, the man who actually beat him in the last fight, tweeted out a picture today saying that there is only one king in the jungle. So, Khabib has no love lost for Connor, and it was fucking amazing. I love that tweet. So... Going over with sports, we're actually going to switch over to this new league that has just been created a few months ago. There's a new football league out there. It's called the Alliance of American Football. Uh, This new league was created, I believe, Heinz Ward, former Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, went ahead and helped to create this league. Uh, This league is mostly like a, if I can compare it to something, it's like the G League for the NBA. It's like for the players that uh, either are not good enough to be in the NFL or like players that come out of college, go undrafted, maybe try out for an NFL team, but don't really make the final roster and they still want to continue playing football. This is where they go. And a big, a very huge splash in the news the other day when they went ahead and signed Johnny Manziel. Now, for those of you that don't know, Johnny Manziel was a former first round pick in the NFL at a Texas A&M. He was a quarterback. Uh, was drafted to the Cleveland Browns, played two seasons, and then was cut. Honestly, he was ass. He was so trash, overhyped. Um, it was such a Cleveland move for them to draft him. And he had many off-the-field issues with drugs. And so they just cut him. And then he went to go play football in Canada, I believe. Uh, didn't do too well, you know, there. And he got cut from there, too, apparently. Or, you know, the drug issue persisted, and that's why he was cut. So when he was cut from the Canadian Football League, everyone was saying that Johnny Manziel should join the AAF. And well, it happened. Uh, I believe a team that was first on the waiver wire to go on ahead and sign free agents passed on him. So the team that actually got him was the Memphis Express, which is one of the worst teams in the league. Um, There's, I believe, eight teams in this league. Uh, The Orlando Apollos, the Birmingham Iron, the Atlanta Legends, the Memphis Express, the San Antonio Commanders, the Arizona Hotshots, the Salt Lake City Stallions, and the team that I root for, the San Diego Fleet. The Fleet are actually sitting at three and four, so it's not looking too good. It's just a bad sports year for me. You know, my uh, Lakers are eliminated from playoff contention. The Fleet, from the looks of it, with only a few games before the playoffs start, are probably going to be eliminated from playoff contention as well. My Ravens actually did make the playoffs this year, but went went and done in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's really, really hard for sports for me this year. But, you know, we're going to see how next year goes, and hopefully it's a lot better. I'm optimistic about it, kind of. Anyway, another big story that kind of, you know, jumped out today, which not pertaining to sports, we're actually going to switch on over here, is about uh, the Avengers. Uh, They actually, I'm not too sure who leaked it. It was a company that leaked it accidentally. I want to say it was AMC and uh, Disney confirmed it after the leak. But this is actually going to be the longest Marvel movie in MCU history. So Avengers Endgame is standing at about three hours and two minutes. Now, I remember when I went to go see Avengers Infinity War the day it came out. It was, I want to say, two and a half hours. And I believe at the end of it, after the last end credit, I was rushing to go to the bathroom because I had to go, but I couldn't miss it. And I told myself, hell, if this gets worse, I'm just going to pee my pants, but I'm not missing this. So... New challenge is Endgame, which is almost 40 minutes longer. 
And the slogan that they have for the for the movie is all the heroes saying, whatever it takes, that's what I'm gonna be using as well, whatever it takes. If I have to pee my pants, if I have to, you know, whatever it is, I'm not getting out of that seat for three hours and two minutes. So, pretty excited about that. I'm just gonna have to go on ahead and, you know, find a place to, uh, to go see it. Not too sure, there's a lot of different options, a lot of good theaters out there. Um, also, this is just a rumor, so we don't know if it's, sure, if it's true, but we're gonna go ahead and find out. Um, there's a rumor that the uh, that there's a date for the tickets to go ahead and go on sale. Uh, that date is April the 2nd, which is next week. So April 2nd, I'm gonna be on my phone once midnight hits, see if it's true, if it is, buy my tickets right away, because again, those tickets are gonna go very, very fast. Uh, that's it for me today, guys. Uh, making this episode pretty short, just because, you know, we had the pilot yesterday. Kinda wanna spread these things around, but, um, a lot of big stuff as I just went over went down today so I had to because if I report it what a week later or a few days later it's gonna be old news by then so I'm gonna try to get this content out to you guys as soon as it happens um, but uh, for next time's show we're gonna be talking about some other stuff I know we're a little sports heavy at the moment and I know I say I talk about like everything everything but next time we will definitely be hitting all the other topics uh, so a little preview for next week's show or even later this week's show. Don't know exactly when I'm gonna upload episode three, but uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, Game of Thrones season nine coming out, comes out next month. Super hyped about it. Pretty sure a lot of people are hyped about it. I went ahead and actually rewatched uh, seasons one through eight just as a refresher and just got me more hyped. So we're gonna be talking about that. Uh, we're going over Stranger Things season three. The preview, not the preview, the trailer dropped a few weeks ago and uh, I actually forgot to mention that in my last show so we're gonna go ahead and cover that as well uh, we're gonna go ahead and cover Captain Marvel saw that and kind of want to analyze it kind of connect it to the Avengers uh, especially with that end credit scene for that movie and if you guys haven't seen uh, there's this movie out there right now called Us by Jordan Peele he's the same guy that created uh, Get Out it's kind of the same concept, but a completely different story. I actually, uh, in my opinion, think that Us is better than Get Out. They're both very good movies though. Um, probably talk about that as well. For that one, there's probably gonna be spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, go out and see it. If not, stay away from my next podcast. Um, but if you guys wanna roll the dice and listen to any way and enjoy the movie, go on ahead. But um, anyway, that's a preview for next week's show. But again, that's it for me today. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in, and I'll see you in the next one. Hi, guys, and welcome back. This is your host, Anthony, and this is Life According to Anthony. Today, we have a special guest joining us. Uh, my beautiful girlfriend, Reina Remigio, is here. Hey, guys. So I want to go ahead and start uh, talking about a, uh, a theory that I have for the uh, Avengers Endgame plot. Um, kind of how I think it's going to go is it's going to go ahead and start with Thanos taking a shit on Titan 2. And out of nowhere, the Avengers theme song it will play. And Thanos will think to himself, ah, come on. Totally kidding, but super hyped about the movie. And we now have 27 days till it comes out. But uh, what I want to talk about is that Disney recently released a line of characters for the upcoming Star Wars film. Uh, one that stood out apart from uh, the rest to me was uh, Lando. Lando. <laughs> Lando. Um, but also not just him, but Rey herself. And it was mostly because of her outfit. 
Uh, her clothing is now all in white, which means that she's not all gray like she was in Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. I feel like in Episode 8, uh, she was having some doubts about where she fits. Um, I feel like her new clothes symbolize what she now knows about herself. And she knows more about her identity. Um, it's not so cloudy anymore or gray. Uh, white also symbolizes purity, which means she's definitely in the light side of the force. Uh, the Skywalker lightsaber is now back together. And how she does that, well, we're going to find out, obviously. But uh, what thoughts do you have about that? Oh, like the new characters? I'd have to say, like, there's obviously a recurring theme of the original characters dying so i want to say lando and princess leia are going to end up dead in this next episode because we already lost han and luke very true but um how do you think that they're gonna put the lightsaber back together because apparently you know we saw how it got destroyed when uh ray was trying to call it with the force ball so kylo at the same time and it just broke in half and apparently now she put it back together using some magic tape so I don't know if the Jedi had that at the Jedi Temple uh, back when or how she got her hands on it. But I'm really curious to see how they do that because one thing that I was speculating was the only known lightsaber left was Luke's green lightsaber from Return of the Jedi. I thought she would kind of find that lightsaber back on that planet where she found him just kind of hidden away because he hadn't used it in so long. And she would kind of be wielding that in the next movie. But no, the... Skywalker lightsaber which you know first started off with Anakin and then down to Luke and now down to Rey um it's back together so I'm kind of they're really kind of focused on that though I mean from the first film they're trying to really connect like you know the whole Darth Vader like Anakin thing and then trying to discover Luke so he could restore you know the balance that's happening but um yeah so I would say that's why they're so focused on the original lightsaber instead of Rey actually using a different one very true, very true. Um, going back to the Disney, though, how they're pissing all of us off, especially when it comes to Star Wars. Uh, one cool thing they did was, uh, you know, bringing back Billy D. Williams. And Billy D. Williams, for those who don't know, uh, played the original Lando Calrissian. And he is going to be reprising his role in Star Wars Episode Nine. Unfortunately, we won't get to see him with uh, Han, Leia, and Luke, which would have been awesome. But at least we get our original Lando back, which is going to feel good to bring that nostalgia back. I'm looking forward to see him talk about his reaction to Han and the others. We really didn't get that acknowledgement from Luke when Han about Han's death in the last movie, which was really disappointing to me. You know, they went through so much together and he didn't even mention it. We get a brief, you know, moment where he just kind of looks into, I don't know, space or something. Like, I don't get that feeling like he knows it happened, but again, didn't touch on it. Um, I do have two questions. Like, what role will he have and how long will it be? He is older now, so he you know he won't be moving around as much as he did in empire or return of the jedi he was always more like onto the money side of things as portrayed in the movie solo by childish gambino uh so maybe the first order paid him off to you know do something big and then he had a change of heart and decided to fight for what's right i don't know it's all just theory and speculation at this point uh, the Disney assholes are probably going to kill him off, as they did with the rest of our heroes. It's almost inevitable, but I'm just asking that he gets an on-the-screen death. It's almost like they gave General Akbar the finger in The Last Jedi when they killed him off-screen. But, um, it's... I don't know. They're pretty much going to kill everyone off. Uh, Chewbacca's still there, R2-D2's still there, C-3PO's still there. 
Um, but besides the droids and, you know, Chewie, I, I, obviously I don't see them killing Chewie off. Wookiees can live, what, hundreds of years? So Chewie's still young, but I'm pretty sure they're going to kill off Lando. And obviously they're going to kill off Leia with, you know, Carrie Fisher not being alive anymore, obviously. So. I'm pretty mad though. They should have killed her off in that last movie because that was a perfect, you know, transition into it. She obviously, the explosion happened, she's launched into space. But all of a sudden, she manages to use the force to get her way back. And it's like, are you kidding me? Carrie Fisher is dead. How are you gonna do it? Or if they're gonna probably give her an off screen death, if anything, or just do some hardcore animation. Maybe, but they could also go the CGI route like they did with um, Rogue One, where you see, you know, young Leia at the end, which obviously isn't her. But it's it's too early to tell. Not too sure. I mean, obviously they are gonna kill her off. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, how how did you like the Last Jedi? I hated it. <laughs> you know this. Um, the last two Star Wars movies were just they were trying too hard, and they were borrowing so many aspects from the original ones that it was kind of frustrating because it's supposed to be a new line, a new story, and I thought they were gonna really follow on with the books like. I know in the books, obviously Luke has the Jedi Training Academy and, um, you know, Leia's kids are in there and I know one of them, I know, I think it was two sons and one daughter and the son's supposed to kill the daughter and that's when he starts going to the dark side. But apparently, um, Kylo actually didn't kill anyone and it was Luke that tried to kill him and he left and like fled the academy. So that kind of ruined the storyline that they could have gone based off of. And speaking for everyone too, that whole scene with Finn and Rose when they go find that gambler, or that guy, that movie, that scene in the movie could have just so been cut off. Very they did not need to do that. I feel like it was like a filler to kind of fill up the, the whole movie, having it, you know, be longer. But Definitely. you could have done, the movie would have been a lot better with that part cut out. Yeah, it was really, it shouldn't have been in there, honestly. It was kind of a waste of time. And, well, I know I speak for myself when I say this, but I feel like a lot of people agree with me. Rose was just a terrible character. I hated her. I wish, you know, yeah. she had died in the movie in the beginning. Her sister was badass, what she did with the bombers when they were attacking that uh, Star Destroyer. Um, I really feel like they should have traded places. I would very much prefer Rose's sister in the movie than Rose herself. Well, they also started off setting up, you know, Ray and Finn together. But now it's pushing him with Rose and now Ray and Kylo are supposed to have some kind of chemistry, which is also kind of annoying. I feel like these newer movies these days focus too much on romanticizing and kind of putting people together. Like, if you go back to the original Star Wars trilogy, yeah, we did have some really <laughs> unfortunate just scenes about, you know, Luke and Leia, kind of, even though <laughs> unknowingly they were brother and sister. Um, but Han and Leia you could see maybe something kind of happening back then but it wasn't pushed at all mm -hmm. it happened very naturally yeah. and it wasn't even a big part of the story at all mm -hmm. but we were all happy that it happened <laughs> but now in this like it's it's being pushed Definitely. in my opinion especially with rose kissing finn after she saves his life it was mm -hmm. i was so mad i wanted to walk out of the theater after i saw that just Boy, so many bad things with this movie and obviously the one thing that was really bad I mean I already mentioned killing off General Akbar, which was another original and killing him off screen which you know the disrespect and you know Leia um, honestly I think if they kill off Leia when they blow up their ship the movie is a lot better yeah because that's a big hit that's like wait because Carrie Fisher she did die before the last Jedi came out right or was it after 
I want to say it was before. It was before, right? Because obviously she's not, you know, she can't, you know, film anything newer. Mm -hmm. So if you kill her off, then we're kind of expecting it, but we're not expecting, you know, Kylo to do it himself or, you know. Actually, I think it was after. Oh. I remember, like, obviously she died, and mm -hmm. then um, her mom died right after too, mm -hmm. and it was at the start of like the new year, I think. Mm -hmm. So, um, that movie came out like what mid December, maybe. Yeah. So like, yeah, I want to say it was maybe a little after, and that's what was frustrating. It's like, okay, that's why you should have killed her mm -hmm. off in the movie. And then somehow she harnessed the force. She was like Superman flying back to the ship unconsciously too. How? How does that it's happen? It's like she had the same force abilities as Yoda and was able to force herself back into the ship. Someone who has, who is force sensitive, because obviously she is the sister of, if Luke was in fact the chosen one. Yes, she's going to have force capabilities. Her father was Anakin Skywalker, of course. But she's never used the force once yeah, in her she's life. She's never tapped into that. And then another thing I told you too was, you know, if Leia was right next to Darth Vader, how did he not feel that that was his daughter? But he was able to fill it with Luke. And once it's because Luke was more into the force compared to Leia. Yeah, he's received training from Obi-Wan and Yoda since day one, and Leia has had zero. So it just made no sense to me. I feel like it's a big plot hole in Star Wars. Um, but, I mean, all those things made this movie bad. I know people defend this movie, which I don't know how, and what I really don't know is how some people say this was the best Star Wars movie ever. I don't know. I, it's a lot of millennials, a lot of young people, they don't know what life is, they don't know what they want. <laughs> but um, the biggest thing for me was that they killed off Luke in this movie. Definitely, he's it, supposed to have an important, you know, role. They spent the whole uh, Force Awakens movie, the whole plot was to go find him. <laughs> And you kill him off in the second movie. Well, even then, when they do find him, it's like, okay, like, now you just really, tossed the yeah. lightsaber. We waited a whole, what, couple of years yes, after that ending just to see him throw it. You just see Ray at the end just handed to him, and he's just standing there. You have that big eye connection, and just like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Three years later, he just tosses it, and that moment's over and dead. That really pissed me off. I was pissed off that, watching that movie from the like, very beginning. You know, the sacred texts were all burned, mm. and, you know, Yoda's there, and he did it himself, which. I didn't make sense either, but I feel like if they had Yoda there, they should have at least done something with Obi-Wan there too, because he was really important to Luke. Yeah, Obi-Wan definitely should have been there. I love Yoda, but I think they should have replaced him with Obi-Wan just because Obi-Wan's been there more for Luke than Yoda has, definitely. and he played a very big part in, you know, ever since, like, the two uh, trilogies coming together mm -hmm. in the middle of all that. Um, Can we but... just talk about how they built up everything with Rey, that she's supposed to be someone special, mm -hmm. and then Kylo's like, oh, you're nobody, you know, your parents were, what, um, was it Gamblers? So, something like that, yeah, like they were they were nobodies yeah. and they just left her. I feel like he was lying to her, uh, in my opinion. I feel like maybe, um, I'm not sure if Kylo does know who her parents are, but I just feel like he was just saying that to kind of get her angry, get her more into the dark side. Cause he was trying to get her to the dark side. I still am on the theory of her being a Skywalker. A little part of me wants to believe that because we don't know. I feel like Kylo was lying. I feel like she has some important like history, uh, like family history. She I could be. I feel like if maybe not a Skywalker, maybe a Kenobi. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like Disney kind of did that where oh yeah, you know, raise nobody, but she's somehow this magical new Jedi. So it's gonna. She appear. doesn't have that strong connection to the Force this early on. The only time we've ever seen that was with Anakin and with Luke, how they got their Force powers that strong in that short amount of time. But how would they? 
you know, incorporate that into the next movie. Like, let's say it is true, how, like, all of a sudden they find out, oh, hey, you know what? You're actually a Skywalker. Your parents aren't actually nobodies. There's a lot of rumors saying that uh, this new movie is supposed to go ahead and connect the, the old uh, classic trilogy to this new trilogy and kind of, you know, even touch on some of the uh, prequel stuff. So mm-hmm. it's supposed to connect everything together, which hopefully is so because, I mean, The Force Awakens, in my opinion, was good. It wasn't great. I liked it. Uh, Last Jedi was terrible, so I feel like they haven't been doing so good with this trilogy, and they really needed to redeem themselves with this last one. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, going back to Luke, I really don't know how he just dies. He, a lot of people are hinting that because he was old, even though he wasn't that old, he used too much energy, and that kind of made him so exhausted that he just gave way and his body couldn't handle it anymore. He just, you know, disappeared into the ghost. But he was so powerful that I remember reading some uh, things from uh, some articles before the movie came out saying that at that point Luke was so powerful he could bring down Star Destroyers from space just using the force. Yeah, that's why like he founded the Jedi Training Academy too. He was that powerful mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he just, you know, sits in the sun and then disappears. And the movie gave a uh, an answer for that saying that he served his purpose or he didn't though. He, nothing really happened like that last scene he just projected himself onto another planet. And it's like did he though did he really do what he needed to do yeah we were all waiting for him to kind of show up and i, I really wanted to see him in lightsaber action with yes. uh, with somebody and uh, going <laughs> so many disappointing things in this movie <laughs> but uh snoke's death um i i understand you know that uh you know he's like the main villain but i was hoping you know i mean obviously we we all knew he would die eventually but not till maybe the last movie in the trilogy he was kind of like the darth sidious quote unquote if you compare this with the older trilogy like kylo is the apprentice he's the master so you don't see the master fight until the last movie maybe i would see him and uh luke maybe battle each other because i wanted to see that but they just kill him off that was pretty frustrating especially because you know there's this new weird character we know nothing about Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he's supposed to be, like, you know, Darth Sidious or whatever. But, yeah, all of a sudden he gets killed. And we don't even have any, like, backstory about that. But one thing that they did keep is, you know, there's that um, kind of tradition of the apprentice killing the master. So at least there was that. Uh, not enough, though. Not oh, yeah, enough. definitely not. Um, but, I mean, at least they followed that pattern. But Snoke, I mean, we know nothing about him. We don't know how he got connected with... Uh, with anything with the whole trilogy uh all we know is that uh, in the beginning if you go back to a force awakens uh leia and han talk about how snoke uh went ahead and uh turned you know kylo to the dark side mm-hmm. how he influenced him but where did he come from why you know what powers does he have how powerful is he and apparently he's kind of powerful at least force wise because you saw what he did with ray um but we don't know how powerful a lot of people speculated that he was um Palpatine reincarnated, oh, which I don't believe. No. Palpatine's dead. Yeah. We saw him get thrown off by Darth Vader and mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. He's dead. Other people speculated that he was Palpatine's master. What was his name? Um, Darth. Uh, names escaping me here. I um, can't remember either. Yeah, but we, everyone knows who we're talking about. But Palpatine's master, who died, uh, if people are, you know, if this information is correct, he died in the, I guess, first hour of, uh, of episode one, which was. Um, phantom menace Hmm. like he was alive quote unquote then and that's when palpatine killed him but obviously all that happened off screen uh but that was like the timeline um but i didn't believe that either i think snoke is just a new character a lot of people are saying he's even stronger than darth vader 
Um, Darth Vader wasn't really powerful in my opinion, but Snoke, I don't think is more powerful than than Vader. It's impossible. How do you not think Darth Vader is powerful? Well, Anakin Skywalker, before he got his limbs chopped off, yes, he would have been probably one of the most powerful beings. But ever since he got his limbs chopped off and he lost, you know, some, you know, powers that come with the Force, yes, he still had the Force choke. He had, you know, most of the Force abilities. He couldn't shoot out lightning, which he would have learned if he had his flesh, but he didn't. So I think Darth Vader, again, he was powerful for his time, which there wasn't many Jedi to oppose him. That's why he seemed more powerful. But he didn't really have a Jedi until Luke came along. I mean, a Luke that was barely, um, you know, barely had any training in Empire Strikes Back actually was doing a pretty good job until they got out to the outside where the bridge was. That's when Luke, because again, to his inexperience, but Return of the Jedi, Luke owned him. So it's like Darth Vader, yes, for his time with no opposing Jedi, most powerful being. However,. Nothing compared to what he Not would have been if he was in the time, suit. Though, like, aside from the movies, if you read like everything with Darth Vader, he's hella powerful. Like when he has to go off and starts killing off all the Jedi. You know how many like really powerful Jedi there are, and he just manages to slaughter all Is of them. Is that before he gets in the suit or after? No, it's after he's in the suit. Hmm. When he becomes Darth Vader, because that's when the transition happens. But he's still super powerful. The thing is that he's also restrained with his powers Mm -hmm. because Palpatine was honestly scared of him, of how powerful he was. And we all know that he was, like, super powerful, even just as Anakin Skywalker. He had a lot of potential. But because he was scared of him, he made this special suit to kind of, like, you know, weigh him down and not allow him to, like, move or give all the power that he actually can give I know the suit really restricted him, which is why I don't say he's as powerful, because in the movies he seems really bulky, really slow, yeah. And but I guess in the books he's not yeah, that. Yeah, well, because that was the purpose of the suit, too, and that's why he's so slow, but yeah, like in, um, in that, um, like I said, yes. <laughs> but anyway, Darth Vader is a whole another discussion for another episode. We're talking about, you know, the newer stuff here, but... Uh, the new episode really has to redeem itself. I mean, we're going to go see it regardless, but um, Disney's not doing too good. Disney's really dropping the ball. The only thing they're doing well in, in my opinion, is, you know, the original Disney movies and, you know, Marvel and stuff like that. And hopefully with Fox too, ever since Disney just bought Fox. But Star Wars-wise, uh, boy, it's, it's not looking too good. But um, after watching the Season 3 trailer of Stranger Things... I felt really sad, actually. Uh, one thing I took away from the trailer was uh, Will is really depressed throughout it. When depressed, It's true, it's true. But if you think about it, the kids are growing up and slowly growing apart, which is normal. But with all the shit he went through in the first two seasons, Will is very upset because he didn't have the normal childhood that the others had. And now, you know, it's kind of passed him by with all of them growing up. Because if you look back at the trailer, they're growing up. And I think it's Mike that's saying, like, they can't be in the basement playing games forever. And, you know, I think uh, it's Lucas and Sam that are going to start a relationship now. And then you have... Uh, Her name's not Sam? Her name's not Sam. Oh, okay. What's her name again? The red-headed girl that was introduced I, in season two? I could have sworn her name her was Sam. Her name's not Sam. I could have sworn it was Sam, but... Max. Max. There That's we go. I, I don't know where I got Sam. Max right. Max she's there introduced. There you go. Okay, Lucas and Max. My mistake. <laughs> um, and then you have, obviously, Mike and Eleven. Mm-hmm. That might start something. 
Um, they might. They kiss in the trailer. Well, yeah. They're together. Well, you know, it's not confirmed yet. So, I They're mean, obviously. Together. Okay. Are you kidding okay. me? Well, I don't know. But, so it just leaves Will and, and Dustin that are kind of just on the outs looking in. But, you know, Will's dealing with his shit. So it's like really Dustin's kind of on his own. But, but Dustin has um, Steve. Like, you saw how super close they are when that's they see true. each other. That's true. That's true. So that's one redeeming factor for it. But, you know, it's a bunch of new enemies, a um, bunch of different things. I want to see the romance between Hopper and uh, Joyce. Well, that... in the trailer, it looked like she stood him up on a date. And that it, was really heartbreaking. It did. He was he was dressed pretty nice. Yes. He was having a cigar. He was sitting in the restaurant. And then we see her where she's having, like, a TV dinner by herself in the couch. But one thing I think, though, is maybe it's two different, you know, times. Maybe it's not, like, right after each other. I mean, it could be, but we don't know for sure. Maybe? I hope not, because I really want them together. They would be really great together. I know, me too. But, I mean... Especially, like, after all the chemistry we saw in season two between them. That's true. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully another trailer drops and we get more information about it. But again, until then, this is kind of what we have to go based off of. Uh, one thing that I was really curious um, was uh, who do we think is going to die in Endgame? Um, what we know, obviously, is uh, Chris Evans and um, Robert Downey Jr., their mm-hmm. contracts are up after this, and they said they're not doing any more movies. So, obviously, the answers would be, you know, Captain America and Iron Man. Well, but, didn't he put out, like, a tweet, too, saying, like, oh, I had a great time, you know, doing these movies? Right. Yeah, but so I that mean, kind of confirmed it, like, super early that he's not going to be doing you know captain america anymore but at the same time i mean maybe they don't even kill off maybe they just retire and they're just not there anymore because that could also be it but at the same so. time Endgame, this movie calls for big deaths yeah just because it's the end of this I whole universe gonna die, honestly. unfortunately i do too uh iron man i think can also maybe be killed off here but we're sad, gonna though, have like, to he's just having everything started with pepper and now he's just gonna die i know um chris evans actually saw the first hour of Endgame. Uh, and he said he choked up and like really oh, cried uh, three times in the first hour of the movie, which is all that he got to see. So, yeah, it's going to start off pretty sad. Um, going back to what I was talking about in my first episode, uh, how I think the movie's going to start is going to be, you know, Clint or AKA. Um, Ronan? I guess he is Ronan. I mean, he doesn't become Ronan until later, but before. Like, Hawkeye. Um, oh. He's, uh, you know, with his family. He still has, if you look at the trailer, he still has his ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. So he's under house arrest. And then, uh, you know, this is pre-snap, and then after snap, uh, all his family gets dusted. Yeah. And then, obviously, that's a rage, and he becomes Ronin, and he goes to Japan and, I don't know, murders people, bad guys. I don't know how it's going to play out, but then, you know, Black Widow's going to go find him and then uh, kind of bring him back into, uh, because, you know, she owes him, Mm -hmm. you know, after what he did. Um, If you go back to the first Avengers movie, I guess he was ordered to go kill her, but he didn't, Mm -hmm. so she's like, I owe him for that. Um, another thing I saw in the trailer was actually both Hawkeye and Black Widow, they were both on the Minotaur, which is the, um, Guardians of the Galaxy ship. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so... I mean, because Rocket's still alive. Yes, he is. But uh, if you look at it, uh, Tony and, um, oh, what's her name? Gamora's sister. Yeah, um, uh... Spacing our name, I'm sure it'll come back to us. No, we can't think of names No, I can't think of names Nebula. Nebula, there you go. They are, they are on the Minotaur so how black widow and hawkeye get in the minotaur obviously i have a few speculations um there's a comic called rescue and it's actually pepper in uh, an iron man suit and that's her own hero uh called rescue mm-hmm. so i think um what it is is when you see tony talking into his mask sending those messages to her 
it's maybe like a distress signal he's gonna send her and maybe it's her because i'm pretty sure he's created her own armor for mm -hmm. her and maybe he created that and maybe he um she you know has access to it obviously and maybe she's the one that actually goes to rescue them and bring them back to earth yeah, Either that really or possible. there's another scene where it's the uh, Quinjet that's uh, kind of flying into the rain and the darkness and you know, that city uh, mm -hmm. little. Maybe it's the Quinjet with, you know, um, Black Widow and um, Pepper and uh, and Barton all together just going to go save them. But I don't know. We don't, obviously, we know that they can make it back to Earth and they, mm -hmm. you know, regroup with everyone. So, I mean, they're going to get saved regardless. We just don't know by who or by what. But uh, also, one thing I'm also uh, kind of thinking about is uh, Hulk. Obviously, he's going to come back out. Um, there's a thing uh, in the comics, I believe... I forgot the name of it, but it's like Hulk becomes super powerful, like more powerful than what he is. So I want to see him fight Thanos again. I want to see a round two of that. That would be amazing. That or uh, Thor fighting uh, Thanos again, because I'm sure he regrets not going for the head, as he's told I, him in the yeah, last movie. I guess so. I don't know. But, I mean, it's going to take all of them together. And um, they have Captain Marvel now, too. I feel like they're going to put her more towards, like, her. she's going to be more centered on killing Thanos than everyone else. Because everyone else, you know, already tried and failed. And it's, it's true. like, oh, she's our, you know, last hope. She's here. But at the same time, they were kind of separated when they fought Thanos. They weren't together as a team when they did. They didn't they attack, like, as a team, though? Yeah, but again, you had the team separated. Like, you had some on Titan, and you had some on Earth. But now you yeah. have, well, at least the remaining survivors all together for one last-ditch effort. What I think is, if you look back in the trailer, there's the fight scenes. It's really dark. It's really mm -hmm. black around them. So what I think is that they go to Titan 2, is what the Russo brothers are calling it. That planet that Thanos is now in. Yeah. Like, he's a farmer now, growing his corn and stuff. <laughs> um, but I think they go there. They find him somehow. I don't know how. And they, you know, bring the fight to him, and obviously it's going to cause a lot of destruction, and that's kind of the planet you see. At least that's how I think it's going to happen. Uh, the fight's going to take place in Titan 2. Obviously, I don't think they go to Earth and do that. Yeah. And Titan 1, well, uh, I'm pretty sure Tony and uh, Nebula don't want to go back there. And so, I, I think it all happens on Titan 2, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, obviously, the heroes come back, the ones that were dusted. Um, they have to. I don't think they're really dead, you know, quote-unquote dead, but more like they're stuck in the Soul Stone yeah. than that universe that we saw young mm -hmm. Gamora in talking to Thanos. I think they're all just trapped there along with, you know, whoever else got dusted in the world. And obviously they're going to come back. It's going to have a lot of time travel in this movie. Um, I heard reports that they go back to the Battle of New York when the first Avengers movie. And um, that's going to be really crazy to see that again, but like see them with their former selves back then. But... Uh, just a lot of uh, different things to you know speculate on but again we have what 26 days so we're gonna get our answers soon enough um another big question i had was what direction is star wars going in with their movie franchise like after this uh trilogy i, I know they said that they're going to create a new trilogy already it's already in the works um the end of the last jedi you saw a ship go through space and you saw a kid with a broom and one of the slaves and at, from what it appears is that he calls the broom with the force to his hand so he's force sensitive but so he's a jedi but maybe where Ray's, are these no they're coming over here there i don't i don't know honestly like after the first movie from this trilogy i assumed it was gonna follow the books but now it's just who knows what disney's gonna do with the storyline they've already ruined so much just hoping that they could 
kind of redeem itself and fix and make it something that incorporates really well with all the other movies and it's just actually good to watch. Yeah, one can only hope, but we'll have to wait and see for that. Um, a few weeks ago, we uh, went ahead and went to go see the movie Us by Jordan Peele. So good. It was really, really good. If you guys haven't seen it, I recommend go out and seeing it, especially if you enjoy to Get Out. Same producer, same everything. Uh, just different story, different characters. Um, how did you like it? I thought it was really good. Because, like I was telling you earlier, Jordan Peele's really kind of redef- not redefining for it, but he's borrowing from the other subgenres. So you're not seeing, like, you know, Michael Myers or the other typical you know, murderous um, slasher movies and you're not seeing any more paranormal stuff. It's actually, like, kind of real-life cases, but more imaginative. Um, they're just really good. So, with us, it was, especially the beginning with that, you know, creepy song that's playing and then they're panning out on all of the bunnies. That was kind of a hint that, you know, he's borrowing from these other movies. But it was really good overall. Um... I feel like that's the kind of movie that you need to watch twice because you miss so much stuff and then once you go back and analyze like oh okay this is where it connects so for sure Adelaide she gets switched out and like you were saying why didn't she just get back up out of there but I mean the that's the thing that makes the most you know sense <laughs> like if you have common sense and you get switched out and handcuffed to some weird bizarro down you know the earth place and you know your way up why not just go up call the police oh, and wait, but the thing is when you know that happened when she met um the tethered that she was kind of like you know knocked out and dragged away so maybe she really didn't even know where she was i didn't even think about that until now it's true and she really can't ask for help because i don't think anyone no, down there speaks yeah, english no one talks that's what i'm saying and who even knows how long she was handcuffed to the bed but um yeah like no one else speaks on there and that's what made her they seem to say in the movie she was really special that's how they knew she was different because she was the only one that was able to talk and actually you know kind of communicate and organize everyone to you know do that event killing off their their others and there's a really scary thing about doppelgangers like imagine seeing yourself but like all psycho and crazed like a whole different side of you it's like i'd kill it (laughs) it's like superman and bizarro superman uh but i mean it was a really good movie um just i don't know a lot of people are saying that it connects with get out Uh, i think it's two different stories altogether i don't think it's this isn't the mcu i think it could connect in one sense but oh maybe jordan pills just you know making movies and not even trying to connect everything But one thing I did see was them saying, you know, in Get Out, when they're trying to put the two souls into mm-hmm. that one body, that maybe they were, like, trying again um, with us. Because, you know, they're all government experiments, mm-hmm. but they found out, oh, you can't replicate a soul. And that's the problem with it. And that's why they abandoned the entire um, thing that they were doing. That makes sense. But overall... Um the movies have been amazing so far. I can't wait to see what he does next. Uh, for the tethered, though, just a lot of people were kind of speculating. Like, if you look at the other tethered's, like that uh, other family. I don't mean to be racist here. I forgot their names, but that white family, their friends, they got killed right away. Because um, they were saying that it was more personal. It was right. Adelaide. That's why they took their time mm-hmm. killing them, whereas everyone else obviously was just killing Instantly, them. That's right. it. You're dead. 
Uh, another big spoiler, and again, if you haven't seen the movie yet, you might want to go ahead and stop listening here. <laughs> but if you don't care or if you have, um, a big spoiler, which um, I guess if very few people caught it when watching the movie. I know I didn't, and I had to read some articles to I find out. I kind of did. But uh, the little boy, I forgot his name. but Jason. Jason. He was switched out as well. Mm-hmm. I want to say he was, because... I don't know, throughout like even the beginning of the movie, something fell off with him. And I didn't really think like, oh, you know, he switched out too. Because, you know, we already have one person switched out. I wouldn't think it would happen again. But um, when his tether shows up, he doesn't even have like the pair of scissors. And they just go off to play. Um, and they're doing, you know, the same magic trick or whatever that thing was. And he, the entire movie saying, oh, I, this seems familiar. I just don't remember what it does. And it's because he was so used to being in that place and just playing with matches the entire time. But, um, also, like, that scene at the beach where, um... He's making a, yeah, uh, like, a hole. No, he's making a tunnel. Like, a, a what tunnel, kid yeah. does that at the beach? And Obviously, everyone, he makes sand sandcastles, yeah. right? And even uh, one of the twins from that other family went up to uh, the his sister. sister yeah. I forgot her name, but they go up to her and like, hey, your brother's really weird. Like, he's over yeah. there building tunnels and shit. But uh, <laughs> other kids, you know, make sandcastles or what have you. So, and another maybe thing? tunnels is all he knew because that's where he, he yeah, knows that's from. Why. And another thing, too, is that when the other family showed up, he wasn't really, like, you know, scared and trembling and crying like everyone else. He was just like, that's us. Like, that's it. So he already knew, like, what it was that was happening. It could be true. And then also, it could also be true is uh, that the tethered version of him, which, you know, could be the original version of him, um, also was doing the magic trick. However, since the one that was above ground couldn't get it to go, the one that was, you know, underneath actually had fire. So yeah. Every time he would do it, he actually burned himself. Mm-hmm. And maybe he burned his mouth so bad that he couldn't speak anymore. Yeah. And that scene where, you know, he just puts his arms up and has them walk into the fire. Mm-hmm. And Adelaide, you see her reaction. It's like she knows that that's her actual mm-hmm. friend. And she's saying, no, like, oh my god. Like, she finally realized it. And someone said too, like, how how did that even like happen? How is it possible? But they were saying, you know, they're merged together by one soul. So I guess it's whoever decides to dominate completely is able to, you know, control what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And then Red didn't really seem bothered by tethered Jason dying, and she mm-hmm. grabbed the other Jason, yeah. which who would be her, you mm-hmm. know, son. And then they had that big showdown uh, underneath uh, underground. Yeah. And uh, a big uh, reveal, too, was when uh, Adelaide kills Red, and uh, Red's uh, whistling uh, Itsy Bitsy Spider. Mm. It kind of triggered her, like, oh, you know, I remember what you did yeah. to me. And then she lets out kind of like a really primal, scary scream when she, she did kills that her. Before that, though, and that's mm-hmm. when I thought, that's, that's not her. That's right. a tethered for sure. But, um, yeah, even when she finds Jason, too, um, the tether didn't kill him off. And that was, I guess, a little bit surprising, and that's why I was also like, okay, maybe, you know, that's her actual son, and that's why she didn't kill him. Overall, it was a great movie. I feel like we may even go see it again just because we missed out on a lot of it, um, but uh, just a lot of good stuff going on. Um, but I want to say for today, that's going to be about it. Oh, wait, for... I just want to say something because you were like, what's Jordan Peele going to do next? In case right, you guys right. didn't know, tomorrow um, is the debut of the new Twilight Zone series and Jordan Peele is actually going to be hosting it. So if you guys want to go ahead and tune into that. 
Right, and actually I was about to cut it way too short because I also forgot to mention um, that on Instagram, or I think on any social media platform, but I mostly saw it on Instagram, uh, Marvel released um, like a little uh, slideshow of pictures from oh, different characters. Yeah. And the two biggest ones that we got was, um, well, obviously to just explain it, um, they released some in color and some in black and white. Mm. Color obviously revealing the characters that are still alive and then uh, black and white for the ones that, you know, got killed off. Um, two that we saw off screen, or we didn't see off screen, was Shuri who was in black and white. Mm. So obviously Shuri died and was yeah. dusted, which we didn't see and we didn't know if she was alive or not. Um, Valkyrie is alive, so we know she got away in that first opening scene of Infinity War when Thanos killed half of the Asgardians. And Pepper Potts is alive as well, yeah. which, you know, we didn't know, obviously. Um, but that really brings me to my theory of her becoming rescue and rescuing Tony Stark and Nebula. Yeah. And I think it's also going to take a while for everyone to, you know, kind of get back together and have everything fixed because Sherry isn't there. She's not there to offer, like, you know, the technology and anything that they need. I mean, they have Bruce Banner for that. They have they Tony do, Stark for but that, but... Sherry's supposed to be, like, you know, one of the smartest people, obviously. And in Wakanda, all of their technology is more advanced, too. Oh, because it's mostly vibranium. That's but... why. But they have that compared to just, um... Just compared to what's Bruce, just compared mm -hmm. to Bruce and like Tony using the regular technology that they have. That's true, but I mean they have Rocket too. Rocket's supposed to be really smart, especially when it comes to technology. So he is, but I wanted to say smart in the sense that he can make something out of anything, rather than you know having that more scientific side to it. I guess. One thing I'm just looking forward to is seeing Ant-Man coexist with Rocket. Him seeing the sight of a talking raccoon, <laughs> which. If you want to see him look at a raccoon, go watch uh, Parks and Rec when Bobby Newport talks about <laughs> raccoons. That's the closest we can get until the movie comes out. But um, that's going to be it for it to, uh, for us today, guys. Um, we actually have a new uh, Instagram account for this podcast. It is a lot of podcast. Um, go ahead and go ahead and uh, follow. You know, give it a like. Uh, we're going to be, you know, releasing content out there, letting you know when we're going to go ahead and release podcasts and such like that. Um, if you guys want to go ahead and give us messages as well, you can always message us on the Instagram account. If you want to go ahead and also message us maybe questions that you want us to answer or something you want us to talk about, you can always give us direct messages on the Instagram account and we can go ahead and discuss anything you guys want to throw our way. But other than that, we are out. Uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.